Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The top five at five. Right now, that is not on the radar for us. New York City doing away with this COVID-19 vaccine mandate for private sector employees as unions fight to abolish the mandate, calling on the city to rehire unvaccinated workers. Despite commuter frustrations, this week's U.N. General Assembly is a shot in the arm for New York City's economy. New York City's mayor says the Big Apple is at its breaking point as the largest one-day influx of illegal migrants arrive unannounced from southern border states. Former White House attorney says he warned former President Trump about White House documents stored at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. Subway riders pick the worst subway stops in the entire New York City transit system and we'll tell you what stations wreck at the bottom of that list. On New York City lifting its COVID-19 vaccine mandate for private sector employees. The mandate ends as of November 1st, according to New York City Mayor Eric Adams. It's up to individual business owners to decide if they want to maintain a vaccine requirement, though. The requirement for public employees will remain for now. We're in a steady phase of pivot and shift. We do things, we roll things out slowly. Right now, that is not on the radar for us. New York City's fire and police unions, though, are calling on Mayor Adams to drop the city's COVID-19 vaccine mandate for public employees. FDNY Firefighters Association President Andrew Ansbro called the mandate obsolete and PBA Association President Pat Lynch called on New York City to immediately settle any pending lawsuits and reinstate members who, he said, unjustly lost their jobs and he wants back pay for them as well. Well, despite gridlock in all those frozen zones due to the U.N. General Assembly this week, it spells a boon to New York City's economy and a boost for local businesses with some 140 world leaders and thousands of others in the Big Apple due to that session. The state comptroller's office says international visitors have a greater impact on the city's economy than domestic. Crave Fish Bar manager Carlos Portocaro spoke to New York One. I don't think it's going to be explosive, but definitely I am very keen about seeing new faces and making sure they become old faces very quickly. On average, international tourists spend four times the amount of domestic tourists, $1,709 on average, compared to $458. And according to SDR, which is a global hospitality data and analytics company, in 2019, the Midtown Hotel occupancy rate climbed to 92.6% during the week of the U.N. summit, compared to 63.9% during the viral pandemic in 2021. And this year, Midtown Hotels report an occupancy rate of 80.8% during the last 28 days. Well, even more illegal aliens have been bused to New York City from Texas and other southern states. A total of nine buses of migrants arrived Monday, marking the largest influx in one day since the southern states began sending the migrants to New York City and surrounding areas. New York City has been forced to open a total of 23 emergency shelters to service at least 9,500 migrants. 
New York City Mayor Adams is calling for better coordination from governors in southern states who continue to send busloads of migrants without warning. It is difficult to predict, predict the erratic behavior of an erratic governor. We have no idea what's next for him and what he's going to do. So we have to be ready. Adams has said the city's shelter system is at its breaking point with at least 13,000 migrants arriving since May. A former President Trump was apparently warned about those documents stored at Mar-a-Lago ahead of the August 8th FBI raid at his Florida estate. A one-time White House attorney under President Trump, Eric Hirschman, warned the former president in late 2021 that Trump could face legal liability for not returning government materials, particularly classified items Trump took with him when he departed the White House, as well as the fact that aides could potentially face obstruction charges. Here's former U.S. Attorney Andrew Weissman on MSNBC. This is the world's worst set of facts for him. The fact that he returned some but not all makes it clear he understood exactly what he was being told by Eric Hirschman. And let's assume that he is the only lawyer who was saying this, although I agree with Brad that he will not be the only lawyer. The DOJ said boxes contained a total of 184 classified documents. All the subway stations uptown are on the fast track to hell. Five subway stops in Upper Manhattan and the Bronx all rank the five worst, rating them the lowest out of New York City's 472 subway stations are riders. According to the MTA's latest rider survey, and riders say the worst ranked station in the system is the number two and three train at West 110th Street, which received a 19 percent overall satisfaction rating. The other four worst stops say riders East 116th Street in East Harlem, 3rd Avenue, 149th Street in the South Bronx, West 125th Street in Harlem, and 191st Street in Washington Heights. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC.